The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. As you grow in this whiskey hobby, you're going to learn things. Mm-hmm. Would you like to know what the old timers said that they wish they would have known when they first got started? Because if you do, stick around. All right, Wes. So here we are. This is part two yep. of what I wish I would have known. Um, if you haven't seen it already, we crowdsourced all of these recommendations from Bourbon Real Talk community. And when we asked them, what do you wish you would have known yeah. uh, that that you've learned after you got into the, the whiskey enthusiast community, they came through strong. Absolutely. Too many recommendations. Yeah. All solid gold. Didn't want you guys to miss out on any of it, so we had to break it up into two parts. Mm -hmm. If you haven't seen part one, go back, look at last week's episode, Mm -hmm. uh, then come right back here and watch part two because it's all solid gold. Yeah, all the stuff that you wish that you knew when you first started your journey. We're going to save you all the heartache. So if you haven't watched the first one, go back there. A lot of good stuff there, and we're going to jump into part two right now. Number seven, everyone's palate is different. Wow, I feel like uh, that should be a given, but listen, yes, it is something that a lot of new people do not know. And when we mean different, we mean scientifically different. different. Like you could both be tasting the same thing and be having a totally different experience. It's happened. Have you heard of the cilantro gene? I've heard of it. Yeah, some people taste cilantro and it tastes like just goodness. And some people taste it and it tastes like soap. Yeah. And there's all kinds of genetic anomalies like that. Yep. There's the bitterness gene. There's all kinds of stuff. And so it's totally okay for you to taste something and not like it and somebody else to like it and vice versa. Yep. Um, and we kind of mentioned this uh, last week, but most people don't get detailed tasting notes. Yep. And that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah, everybody's different in that regard. And so you got to understand that as you're growing and as you're growing, uh, your palate, that what you taste is what you taste. Now, that may change over time, but you should make note of that for yourself. Yeah. And that's why it's important to kind of keep some of those harsher tasting notes, at least the negative ones that you experience, to yourself. Because some people may think that what you say is hot garbage is hot deliciousness in their opinion. So that's another thing to keep in mind as you're going along the journey. Yeah, it's going to help you to form relationships with other whiskey lovers that, you know, leave space for other people to like what they like. You don't have to be hateful to anybody. Yeah. Don't become a troll. Yep. All right. So number eight, this one we're just calling general hacks. Yeah. General whiskey hacks. There was some stuff that people said and I was like, that's a darn good. So people need to know that. All right. So... Uh, when planning for your whiskey display, this one cracked me up because uh, people just kept coming in and saying, right. create way more space than you think that you're going to need. Right, exactly. Because it's way cooler to have all of your bottles evenly spaced out and backlit and all that stuff than it is for your shelves to look like this where it's like <laughs> so piled up. You'd be digging back there and you'd be like, I've had this bottle for five years and right. I forgot I had it. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's happening to me right now. I just built out my space not even six months ago. Yeah. And I already need to add more shelves. Yeah. So it's, it happens to the best of us. So uh, so the next tip is to keep a variety of corks from your empty bottles in case one breaks. Uh, yeah. 
Might especially, especially dusties, you'll find you'll open up some bottle that's 20, 30 years old. The cork is falling apart. You're gonna need something to keep that bottle sealed. Mm -hmm. And so not a bad idea to keep some corks around. Yeah, no matter how much I love Knob Creek, their corks are horrible. Please redesign that. <laughs> because those things have broken me more than any brand I know. And yeah. so it's nice to have some extra ones that have stood the test of time, I just replace them. Yep, and uh, the next general hack is buy more glasses than you think you're going to need because glasses break. Especially these little Glen glasses, the real thin uh, glass, tempered glass to it, to where it's like, hey, when you throw these in the dishwasher, it's gonna break. So hand wash them first of all, but even then, when you host any amount of people over your house, you're gonna go through glasses quicker than you wanna wash them anyway. So just buy extras. Hey, nice hat. Hey, thanks. Nice lanyard. Nice rocks glass. Thanks, man. <laughs> nice travel case. Nice blend topper. Thank you. Nice candle. Nice bottle bag. Thanks, man. That's a nice tumbler. Nice woman's t-shirt. Oh, thanks. Nice uh, extra schmedium shirt. Get yourself some nice things and get all the compliments that come along with it. Shop bourbonrealtalk.com. So number nine, and this was a very popular topic, mm -hmm. was you don't have to buy allocated to get a good pour. <gasps> you don't? No, you there's don't. There's good whiskey out there that's not Blanton's? Uh, yeah, there's tons of great whiskeys that aren't Blanton's. Really? Surprisingly. I've yeah. never known that. You wouldn't know if you stood in a liquor store and heard person after person come in and ask for Blanton's. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so people really felt like they, they put too much attention trying to get the rare bottles right. in the beginning of their journey. Yep. And um, so they have some general recommendations on that. So one was to buy based on flavor yep. and not based on height. Yep. And, and to do to, to be able to find that out, do blinds. Do blinds. Right? Get people, your, friend, your friends, your spouse, your, your whiskey buddies, get together, pour each other some blinds. Don't tell them what's in the glasses. Get some expensive stuff in there and some cheap stuff in there and see what they pick because time and time again, that's how I've come to know that I really actually like Knob Creek. That's yeah. what I like. That's what I enjoy. I've had it in blind so many times and unknowingly picked it time and time again. So that's how you can find out if what you're liking is based on the sticker or based on the flavor. And there's very little correlation between quality of drinking experience and price of the bottle. Right. Um, it, it's, it's, it's been shown time and time again in the blinds that we've done on here. You know, I, I've sent out blind sample packs before where it was all epic bottles and then uh, Old Granddad 114 in the OGD one. Right. And that was in a sample pack that was uh, Whiskey's of the Year sample pack. <laughs> and I threw in one blind in OGD one. So, right. and you also need to be aware that there's a lot of deceptive marketing in whiskey, mm -hmm. okay? Especially from non-distiller producers, of which I am one of, yep. right? So, um, you know, you want somebody who's going to disclose. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you want to be able to look at the bottle and know what it is that you're buying and hopefully have enough understanding of what it is to know, is this a good deal? Can I get this someplace else for a better price? That type of thing. And especially in the beginning, if you don't know what it is, just don't buy it. Uh, pick something else. There's plenty of good whiskey on the shelves. Another to that point on NDPs, you want to look at that dis the distillation state. That'll give you a hint as to who that producer might have been. Right? right. So if you see Indiana on there, good chance it's MGP. If you see if you see Tennessee on there, it might be Dickel. Or there's so it many. Be, it'll be Dickel or TDG, right? right? Tennessee Distilling Group, if it's Tennessee. 
But, it, you know, if it says bottled by, mm -hmm. they're probably a non-distiller producer. And somewhere in there, it's supposed to say that either they it's distilled and bottled by, which means they make it, mm -hmm. or it'll say distilled in and have a state. Right. And so those are just kind of some, you know, hacks. Another trap that some new new folks might fall into is falling for the old uh, beautiful labels and packaging, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so when you go into a store and you see the the ornate bottle or the unique shaped bottle or the crazy looking box that it comes with or the gift basket that looks like it's worth hundreds of dollars, um, unless you've tried it and you absolutely love it, don't buy based on packaging. No. Buy based on flavor. Number ten, um, if you are making a big purchase. Mm -hmm being a bottle over, let's say, let's even say $60, mm -hmm. okay? If you're making a big purchase on a new bottle, make sure you've tried it before you buy it. Yeah. That's, that's goes without saying, but there's a lot of people who do hear of this great bottle. They watch a, a, a awesome Bourbon Real Talk episode and they hear us hyping up a, a bottle. And so they go out there, they haven't ever tried it before, but they see it on the shelf and they fork over the money for it, get home and realize it's not for them. Disappointed, no. yeah. So that'll happen. So you can go to a bar, you can get uh, a pour of something that you're thinking about hunting down. Make mm -hmm. sure you like it. Yeah. You can seek out samples in the whiskey club. Yep. Uh, you can get mini bottles of a, a lot of products. Those are cool just in themselves. Those are cool in, uh, in and of themselves, right? And by the way, speaking of samples, did you know that there are 13 samples in most whiskey bottles, right? Yeah, so it's when just you under 26 ounces. If you're doing two ounce samples, you get 13. Yeah. Uh, if you do one ounce samples, you can usually get 24 to 25, depending on spillage. So keep that in mind. When you have a fellow, a fellow whiskey lover give you a sample, understand that they only have 13 of those bad boys to hand out, most likely. So be appreciative. Be thankful yeah. for that. They, 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 a lot of uh, money goes into those. Yeah. And then when somebody sends you like a big sample pack, it's yeah. like you sent me like half a bottle of whiskey. Right. Yeah. So yeah. keep that in mind next keep time. Keep that in mind. Cool. So, so number 11, drink what you like how you like so yes. this was this was one that was pretty pretty popular we have a lot of you know newer people to the enthusiast community mm -hmm. some of which still just love their whiskey in a cocktail All right and so if you want to have your whiskey with ice you want to have your whiskey in a cocktail that's fine right yeah. uh, i have no problems with that uh i i do kind of have a rule when it comes to cocktails though okay what is it uh my rule is is that the effort and the other ingredients that are going into the cocktail should be on par with the effort of the the, the whiskey itself okay, okay. Right? all right so i'm not gonna mix pappy 23 with with diet pepsi people mm. who do that are probably trying to stir up drama and get your goat yeah. right uh, however, that's you know, a sick burn to that Pepsi, by the way. Good job. Well, I, I heard a story about a guy who ordered Pappy 23 by asking, <laughs> what's your most expensive whiskey? And then said, I want it with Diet Pepsi. <laughs> and the bartender was like, I'm not doing it. You're going to have to do it. So he gave, him gave it to him in two glasses and the guy mixed it. Wow. And, uh, and I personally wouldn't do that. Uh, but, you know, you make your own uh, simple yeah. syrup. You, you know, you go out, you get a fresh orange, you're making yourself, uh, you know, some special cocktail and you want to use the higher end ingredients. Totally fine with that. That's uh, shots fired, but that's good. I like that. I mean, Pe Pepsi is, is probably as big of a brand as Pappy is, but I understand. Maybe bigger. 
Yeah, probably bigger. Probably a little bigger. But no offense, Pepsi. We love you. <laughs> All right, moving right along. So number 12, we're here at the end of the list. And if you stuck around this long, we really appreciate it. Yeah. This has been two jam-packed episodes of things that experienced whiskey drinkers wish they knew when they started. And, and so number 12. This one should maybe be number one. Yeah, it could be number one. It's and that get is, involved in your whiskey enthusiast absolutely. community. Absolutely. Okay, that's, that's where you learn a lot. Yeah, there, there's discussion forums on Facebook. Of course, there's Bourbon Real Talk community. Mm-hmm. There's whiskey forums uh, on Reddit. Uh, I guess they're called threads. I'm not on there. Right. Um, uh, and Patreon. Patreon. A lot of the whiskey channels have forums th- through their Patreon and things like that. Um, and those are all platforms where you're going to be able to interact with each other. Yep. Um, and of course, you can follow people on Instagram and all that stuff where you interact with the content creator. Uh, but we really recommend that you interact with the other whiskey enthusiasts out there. Right. And, and with that said, we do need to give you a fair warning. Yes. Um, if you are just itching and so excited to get into the bourbon journey and you go join these groups and you start throwing out all your questions, you need to be aware of a group of buttholes that we like to call whiskey, whiskey trolls. trolls. Yeah. yeah, they hang out online and they hide behind their keyboards. They're keyboard warriors. Mm-hmm. And they throw hate and spew hate at newbies to try to make themselves feel better about themselves. We don't know what the problem was. Maybe their mothers didn't love them enough or dropped them on their heads. I don't, we don't know, mm-hmm. but they are jerks. And so if you find yourself in bourbon real talk community, you don't have to worry about that. But that's a fair warning for the other groups you might join. Just be aware that not everyone is as really excited about your journey as you are. Yeah. And go to bottle shares. Yeah. Right? Once you get involved in the community, you're going to find out about bottle shares. Um, and, and you should go. And I'll give you a tip. Take tiny sips of, of a lot of different things. Right? Uh, it's, it's very easy to go to a bottle share, see a bottle you've been wanting to try, get excited, take a big pour. One... It's not fair to the bottle owner. It's not fair to the other people who aren't going to get to try it because you took a lot. Um, But two, that doesn't help you as much on your journey. Sure. Um, Because, you know, if you try a lot of different things, you can really expand your palate quickly. Yeah. And uh, along the lines of community, find a bourbon mentor. Yeah. And Randy, of course, you're mine. Yeah. Um, I got mixed up with Randy. almost over a year ago, mm-hmm. I would say. And um, and just strictly to help out with the filming here, but along the way, I've learned so much from Randy and Randy's network of people. Sure. And so when you find someone that's kind of where you're at or where you want to be, I guess, in your whiskey journey, uh, there's no shame in letting them know, hey man, can I come alongside you and and uh, have a pour with you sometime? I'd love to pick your brain on some things. And because most nine times out of 10, those people are going to be excited to help. Sure. And and it's nice to have somebody to call from the liquor store and say, hey, I have these three options. Yeah. I don't what know do how recommend? many times I've FaceTimed Randy from yeah. the liquor store. Is this price right? This seems a little high to me. And he's like, yeah, get the hell out of here. You're at Liquor Depot, aren't you? Yes, I am. I am. I'm out of here. So yes, that's happened so many times. And so thankful for you in, the, in, in my early days. Still are. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. But that's it. That is our top 12, two episodes. Hope you stuck around for all of it. If this is your first time tuning in, I would like to thank you for watching and tell you a little bit about our show philosophy. And that is that we're about bringing people together around bourbon. And community is something that's important to me because I lost a loved one to suicide in 2014. And in the aftermath, I looked into suicide prevention speaking and other ways that I could help people to feel the connection that my brother obviously didn't feel whenever he made that decision. And I started to see how whiskey brought people together. Mm -hmm. And I thought, maybe if I can get people like you connected to whiskey, the whiskey will do the rest of the job and get you connected to others 
so you don't have to feel alone the way that my brother did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I did, in that journey, though, get involved in the enthusiast community. I did find the trolls. I did see them saying hateful things. And that motivated us to start Bourbon Real Talk community. So we had a group that didn't have that negative culture associated with it. But it also motivated me to realize that if strangers can hate you online, there's nothing that prevents me from loving you online. And that's why we end every podcast the same way. And that's this. If you woke up this morning and you're unsure whether or not anyone loved you, just know that we We love love you. you. We'll see you next time on Bourbon Real Talk. If y'all could see it, I mean, you would think it was great. Yeah, but you can't because that's the point. That's the point of the teleprompter. That's why a teleprompter is a teleprompter. You can't see it. You can't see it, but we can. And you shouldn't see our eyes moving. Do you see our eyes moving right now? Yeah. No, you don't. You don't because we're professionals. Because we're all pro. Yeah, that's right. Um, We're ready for number twelve, right? This is the final one. I don't know. You said there were twelve, and now we see eleven, unless we don't know how to count, which could be the case. All right. That's a wrap. That's a wrap for the day. For the day. Soundwell Music. Uh.